Welcome to our podcast inside SAP S4HANA. There is no customer success without product success and project success. In our last episode, we've had speakers from PwC UK on the podcast. And today we have the pleasure to host again PwC. Um, but this time, I guess, are coming not from the UK, but from the US. And I have the pleasure to talk to Nareen Jain. Nareen, welcome. Thank you, Yannick, for, for inviting me to this podcast. Uh, it's, my, it's my pleasure to join you and Dennis for, for this episode. That's right. In addition, we have another colleague uh, from SAP in the US as well, who works um, very closely with PwC. Hi, Dennis Leslie. Long time. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, hi, man, Yannick. Thank you for having me here. It's really good to be with you again. Good. Um, before we start, we, we'd like to get to know you a little bit better. Uh, maybe I'll start with you, Narin. Um, what is your position at PwC US? So to introduce myself, Yannick, I'm a director in PwC's advisory practice uh, focusing on tech-enabled finance transformations. I've spent around 14 years advising clients uh, across various industries around the globe. In my role as an S4HANA cloud leader, uh, I have been helping clients transition over to S4 from their legacy ERP platforms. In the past couple of years, actually I've led and managed some of the very successful S4 implementations for our US-based clients you know, I'm really excited to be here and share some of those success stories and, and my perspective around S4HANA with, with your audience. Yeah, thanks for being with us again, Aaron. Much appreciated. Uh, before I ask the same questions to Dennis, can you tell us a little detail, a little thing that most of people don't know about you, Naren? Oh, I mean, that's a, that's a very interesting thing, uh, which, is, which is my love for cactus or we call it as succulents. Uh, and as a kid, I had close to you know, some 50 different species of cactus uh, at home. Um, was, was always amazed with how cactus can, can adapt and thrive in, in extreme conditions in arid climates. One interesting fact actually, which many might not know about cactus is, is they don't only have thorns, some of them have very beautiful, colorful flowers and have very unique shapes to it. Oh, very interesting. You know what? After all the podcasts we've been running, uh, you, you're the first, really the first one to um, talk about the love for cactus. So very interesting. Thank you. Um, what about you, Dennis? Can you tell us about you? What are you doing for SAP? Yeah, hi, Yannick. Uh, so I am a product expert uh, working with the Esohana Cloud product management team. I work very closely with the customers to help them understand more about S4's product and for them to realize the full value and potential of S4. I mean, essentially then trying to create a feedback loop into development as well, providing them a customer's perspective of the product. I've been with SAP for almost eight years now and helped multiple customers go live with SOHANA Cloud. And this is indeed much appreciated, um, Dennis. Tell me as well a little thing I don't know about you. Just as uh, Narain has a love for cactus, uh, I used to and I still uh, collect stamps. 
Uh, this is stamps from various countries. Uh, I just love the fact that some of them come very colorful. Some have interesting shapes to it. And I've always wondered how they use it. I mean, so usability of some of these things is also interesting. But uh, having a stamp of every country is really nice. So you're a philatelist, if this is an English word too. Yeah. Very good. Now let's go in the meat of this podcast. Uh, I'd like to talk a bit about the recent customers PwC uh, helped go live in the S4HANA implementation. Darren, can you tell us about you know some notable examples you'd like to share with us? Yep. So Yannick, in the past uh, two years, I, I have worked across a, a gamut of clients on, on one end of the spectrum. I had a global private equity firm so spread across you know, 18 plus countries looking to migrate from their on-premise SAP ERP solution to, to S4HANA. On the other hand, I had a high-tech startup for, for driverless cars you know, based out of, of Mountain View, California, who, who were looking for an ERP backbone which which is agile, you know, provides them operational flexibility, and is scalable to grow with the organization. In fact, you know, it was a complete 360 for me going from a buttoned-up shirt and a suit of Wall Street to a more casual startup attire of of Mountain View, California. Um, most recently, I, I helped a media client based out of Atlanta uh, to transition over from their parent entity's ERP solution to S4. It was a, a private equity acquisition scenario, and the client was looking for a solution that can be enabled in a short span of time without disrupting their operations. So we actually did a full wall-to-wall -wall implementation within a span of six to eight months. Interestingly enough, that during the pandemic. So there are a lot of interesting stories to share on how you know we collaborated and then came um, or or addressed some of these uh, issues or challenges that came with the pandemic. Naren, if I recall well from our briefing, though the, the, those customers integrated with other software. Uh, one was wide orbit and the other one was operative. Can you tell us exactly what the use case was here and can you talk about the overall implementation experience? So as I was alluding to earlier, the client was looking to transition to, to a new ERP platform quickly, uh, creating a foundation to better support existing and future business needs. It was imperative for us to keep the solution modular and less disruptive to their day-to-day -day media and broadcast operations, right? So they have some of the leading media solutions, you know, wide orbit, operative, which, which was working well for them and there was no immediate need to replace those solutions. So we position S4 and SAP Analytics Cloud as the core ERP and analytics platform, leveraging the strong integration capabilities of, of S4 and cloud platform to integrate these media specific solutions, right? So for example, when, when we integrated wide orbit or operative, we kept the business processes in those applications untouched, 
but brought the details around accounts receivable, the type of revenue, whether they're spending on political ads or digital ads, um, et cetera, over to S4, enabling better analytics and revenue management for the, for the finance teams. The summary was, you know, we kept the core as S4 and then had these media applications as the boundary solutions feeding back into S4. Okay, so White Orbit and Operative are obviously here to stay as the solutions dedicated and designed for media, but they made a big move with uh, a, a new ERP and actually the cloud ERP. What do you think is the value for this organization to move to S4 HANA cloud platform? So I think that there, are, there are three key things that make you know, S4 HANA cloud worth the, the transition, right? One is was innovation. And actually, I would I would love to pull a quote from a book that I'm I'm currently reading, uh, written by you know Satya Nadella, Microsoft CEO. He ma- he made a very key point there, which is you know our industry does not respect tradition. What it respects is is innovation, and our customers also demand the the same. I mean, I've not seen my customer in recent times who have said, I don't want to adopt new technologies. I don't want, I want to keep things as is. You know, clients no longer uh, are expecting that. They're expecting best-in-class solutions, which can keep up with the changing technology. And if you think about S4, any innovation SAP is doing around machine learning, process automation, it's all delivered to you automatically. So you always have the latest and greatest technology available to you without the need to go through a time intensive upgrade. The second key value I see for our client is the, is, the, is the agility or flexibility of the solution. With the pandemic, many of the organizations had to pivot to new operating models. Many of the organizations were looking for some sort of strategic alliances or joint ventures with organizations, which are complementary or symbiotic to their organization. But then how do you adapt to these changing business needs with your current ERP solutions? You know, traditional ERPs are, are notorious for not being too agile. The S4 HANA Cloud's leading practice content you know, does offer that operational flexibility, keeping organizations you know, nimble and, and adaptable to, to changing business models. And it also merges the transactions and analytics platform uh, together, providing more real-time insights uh, that allow users to do more predictive uh, reporting on that. Uh, and you would actually laugh, you know, but it all sounds to me like a good pair of, of running shoes, uh, which is light on your feet, but provides the right support to your body, right? So it's, it's a platform which is nimble, which is light, but it is scalable as your organizations grow. So it does provide that support. Um, the third key value of S4 in my mind is, is, is cost saving, right? And again, you know, this is an interesting one. The, the obvious part of this is the, the cost will go down because you are migrating over to a, a SaaS solution. There's a minimal hardware footprint, shorter implementation timeframe, I think it's it, we we all we all know it, right? I mean, it unburdens your own IT staff. What is typically overlooked 
is the ongoing change management. Since you are migrating to a, a best practice led solution, the contextual help, the training which is embedded within the application, it is more relevant and requires less handholding. You know, you, you, since all the S4 HANA Cloud customers are always on the same versions, users can actually leverage the, the robust community-based help, which is fast and easy way to get answers and, and, and tips. Actually, I've seen many of my clients, you know, they create like onboarding learning paths, leveraging these standard S4 training videos. You know, there's no more five to six days of dedicated onboarding training workshops when you have a new hire. I mean, that's no longer needed. So I think the, the again, the, just to summarize the key, the key, the key value drivers is, is innovations, agility, and the cost saving of the solution. Thanks, very interesting. Innovation, agility, cost savings of the solution, but of course the key part of the product, uh, the people themselves, the end users are going to work with S4HANA Cloud. So can you talk a bit about, you know, what is the right mindset? What is the right thing to do to make an S4HANA Cloud project a successful project? And of course, uh, Dennis, as, as you were involved too, uh, feel, feel free to elaborate, but maybe I'll start with you, uh, Naren again. So I think, you know, for success of an S4HANA Cloud project, the, the, the key, parameter there is is a cloud mindset right it is it is imperative that there is a cloud mindset in the organization and there is a clear definition on why we are going to cloud if if you do not have that articulated well you are signing up for the failure of the project and you know an extension of the of this cloud mindset is is the fit to standard approach that that you take for designing S4 HANA. With with the fit to standard in the cloud, you are aligning with SAP's leading practice content. This this change, moving from a fit to GAP versus fit to standard, it does require a significant effort upfront to ensure that your business is aligned and ready to adopt to SAP's leading practice. If, if, if you don't have that, you know, you're gonna have a lot more friction as you walk into the project. The, the second key uh, success parameter I would say is project planning. Um, you know, since S4 is a cloud-based solution, SAP is, is managing the provisioning of services, activating content on specific timelines, et cetera. So instead of planning out the go life of your systems on your own, you, you need to incorporate SAP's schedule into your own project plan. You know, in addition, it's important to even consider the, the quarterly innovations in your, in your planning cycle and to, to properly account for them. Right? So it's a, it's, a, it's a new world, I mean, and it has to be planned very differently. The, the third key thing I would say is the support from the, from the SAP success teams, customer success teams. And just remember, right, it's a, it's a three in a box approach. It's, it has you uh, as a client, SI, 
as well as SAP. So you need to ensure that you have the, the appropriate level of support from SAP. Again, for me, it has been a great partnership working with Dennis. So please make sure that you get Dennis on your project for, for the success of it. Um, and I think you know, Dennis can further elaborate on, on the, the role that, that his team plays in, in these implementations. Yeah, I mean, this is more about uh, the customer. I mean, we want to make sure that the customer is successful, right? And S4 HANA Cloud is a is a massive product. It has lots of functionality. It's very robust. It has lots of features and functionalities that the customers can use to go to the, to realize the value that they need to realize. But of course, it with the amount of functionality it comes, it brings. It also has an element of complexity, and then you need some amount of help. To SAP, we want to make sure that all the customers are successful and that they have the right level of support, right? And so they do engage uh, people like me who are a product expert. We're actively there as an advocate of the customer, representing the customer to the Eswahana, uh, the SAP teams, the Eswahana cloud product management teams, and so forth. We're actively sub- offering our support and advice to the customer to um, have the, to help them understand how, how the product works. And then also to collect feedback and requirements from the customers uh, and to work with the development on this aspect. Again, S4HANA Cloud itself is a fit-to-standard approach where you're uh, adopting to the best standards uh, that is already published. But of course, there might be some things that we need to take back as feedback for future development at a d- different point so that we can bring it in. This helps us bring a customer perspective to the product, and so that's the main thing. But SAP doesn't stop with just that, right? I mean, we have an entire customer care team where we're actively looking at various customers who have just signed up, who have been engaged in a project, who have gone live, and we're constantly monitoring and making sure what are the different patterns that are existing? What are the critical patterns that are existing? And are there things that we need to watch out for? Nareen mentioned in one of these things, because all the customers are on the same version, there are many benefits that come with that, right? One of the benefits is, let's suppose there is some sort of an issue and we do our best not to have any kind of issue, but it's a software, there could be an issue. If there is one, then those will get addressed very, very quick because once it's highlighted at one place, it gets uh, fixed for all the customers. We're also looking at uh, where we, this team also looks into project plans and helps us review it so that we do carry that agile uh, methodology into the project plan and also how you go live. We want to make sure that you know you're using fit to standard and scoping goes on well and things like that. Even during uh, the cutover, we do provide uh, offer services where we're helping the customer review the pro- uh, cutover plan to make sure that it is uh, in alignment, that we're not missing out something. Right. Overall, the goal essentially is to make sure that the customer is successful. They are able to realize the full value and potential of S4, the product that they just purchased, but also that they're able to go live with it. Um, and so. So it's all about the customer. Thanks, um, Dennis. Now I'd like to to ask Narin maybe a maybe a it sounds like a strange questions because we started an understanding the the product change you know going from perpetual software to software as a service. Uh, the, the two of you just depicted the change about you know the people's mindset, the fit to standard, the new methodology, etc. 
Um, Narin, I'd I'd like really to to have your opinion on how is the the role of an SI change with uh, with S four Hana Cloud. So the system integrator's role today is different from yesterday and might be different tomorrow. But how did you make that move? You know, from implementing S four Hana on premise or ERP or R three to a cloud system integrator. Yeah, I think with the with the with the cloud solution, you know, I think the 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 technical aspects of the solution is or deployment is much easier now. Uh, you know, SAP has has taken great steps there to to put the guardrails and make it more uh, you know more robust for the SIs to to go and and do the implementation. So the role of an SI is has transitioned over from I would say a true SI to that of a change uh, transformation consultant, right? Um, you know, we we are no longer an implementation consultant, but we are the one who who are the change agents. And in order for you to be successful, right, with an S4 HANA cloud project, you definitely need an experienced transformation consultant. Who can combine project management skills with with strong change management capabilities and understands your business very well. So it's a, I would say it's a complete 360 shift from from what we have been doing in an on-premise type solution to what we now do in the in the cloud um, setup. Okay, thanks for sharing. Now we're approaching the end of this um, episode already. Um, and I have a, a question for both of you again. You know, obviously, this the project you depicted uh, had to run through this terrible pandemic. And, and there's there's an impact, or there were m- multiple impacts. I have a, one simple question. What learnings from that time Will PwC use as a best practice moving on? So, you no. Know, uh, interestingly, Yannick, when when the pandemic hit, like back in uh, 2020, we were in the in the middle of the design workshops at our media client right now, right, the one which went live. So we had to quickly, you know, pivot to a completely new virtual model. There was there was no playbook on how to run, I would say, virtual design sessions or training or testing. So we had to rethink our plan on how to successfully execute these activities, knowing that we we do not have our end users in a room with us. This, this redesign of the delivery model, in fact, I would say it helped us to, to tap into our wide pool of, of resources right across our network firms more, more effectively. Uh, we also had to redesign our approach around testing. Uh, you know, we moved away from having large blocks of integration or user testing to a more smaller, I would say bite-sized iterative testing cycles so that the users can focus on their day-to-day jobs, but then also can in parallel work on, on the project-related activities. 
and i think this is this is definitely a key learning when you know which we should definitely take forward around how we can make the the testing and the training more friendly for the users and how we can engage them more by creating more small bite sized uh training and testing cycles we did have like a few virtual um collaboration rooms right set up during the testing to give users uh, a feel of of a walk in booth right so that they know that they can go in if they have any issues they can talk to us over there and and kind of get a solution to to their questions so it was a really challenging time for for all of us but i guess we have been you know resilient enough and have have came out on the other side of it successful and and victorious great to hear that dennis what is your point of view briefly about uh you know the the life of a product expert like you um and and the learnings that turned out to be not best practice for the future yeah i mean i think that overall uh what this pandemic showed us is that having that agile methodology is the most key thing because when you are in a room you're able to get uh, feedback from the other participant maybe through uh, in in verbal i mean just cues that you get out of their body maybe cues out of their the feedback that you get and things like you don't get half of that when you're away from each other and so then it's extremely critical that you know you're able to show the product to them somehow you're able to emphasize empathize with them you're able to get feedback from them and agile of course in the way you deliver the product helps out with that right it shows them what has already been built it helps them understand what they have received so far and give feedback that way you're able to pivot as against waiting for a very long time and then figuring out that something went wrong likewise from for us Uh, the active contribution even in activate like uh, narain said what we've done is that we've built out some mural dashboards and things like that, so that it helps with that active participation the participation that would have otherwise been in in a conference room now we have to replicate it in the thing uh, online now what it did show us is that we can still do it online and that we have uh, we've come up with various mechanisms to essentially replicate the same thing and so uh, we as sap and the partners we've adapted uh, to be able to help the customers to achieve what they want thank you dennis for sharing your point of view now coming to one last questions uh, for you um, narain um, the key takeaways very simply that you would like to highlight uh, to our listeners here So I'll keep it very short uh Yannick three key takeaways one is you know spend some time when you do the project discovery and prepare phases make sure you do you know your assessment of of your business needs and map it back to S4 solution the second is planning planning and planning make sure you you plan this project really well um and the third is change right i mean the change is the i would say is the is the key uh part of this of any s4hana cloud project so please make sure that you have proper change management um involved in in the project activities very true 
Thank you. And I will take with me as well this this quote from Satya Nadella that you you brought. Our industry does not respect tradition. It respects innovation because I think you really nailed it down um, telling about, you know, what changes uh, on the software side, what changes on the implementation side and how the role of SI has changed uh, recently. So Darren Desley, big, big thanks for being with us and sharing all those insights. Uh, it was super interesting for us, and I'm sure this will be super interesting for our listeners as well. Uh, merci and goodbye. Thanks, Yannick. Goodbye. Thank you, Yannick. Okay, so this is the last episode before our summer break. Together with me, the Inside SAP S400 team wishes you a safe and happy summer. We will see you again in September, all with recharge batteries and further share product and project insights with the same passion. Despite the break, please continue to provide feedback and submit topics at insidef 4 at sap.com. Take care and stay inside SAP S4HANA. <laughs>